You ain't searching shit, you got a warrant? to Justice Radio, Acumen Law Corporation's podcast. Thank you for tuning in to Justice Radio, the Acumen Law Corporation podcast. My name is Kyla Lee. I'm a lawyer, and with me is Paul Doroshenko, also of Acumen Law Corporation. Today we're going to talk a little bit about Bill C-71, an act to amend the firearms legislation in Canada. So the legislation was introduced uh, on March 20th. And there's a number of contentious aspects of it. And of course, this is a piece of legislation that goes into other pieces of legislation and regulations and makes little changes here and there. And it's hard to picture how it's going to look in the end because the government doesn't just hand you a document that shows what the legislation is going to look like when it's all filled into the criminal code and everything. But some of the more contentious things that uh, have arisen have been uh, giving the RCMP once again the authorization to make determinations with respect to classifications of guns. That is contentious and and a lot of people have opinions about it, but the thing that I think probably we're finding most unfair looking at it is this obligation on gun store owners to keep records of who they sold guns to and what gun they sold and everything for 20 years. Yeah, Justin Trudeau, when he announced the legislation, came out and said, to be clear, we are not creating another gun registry. But that's exactly what they're doing. But instead of the taxpayers bearing the cost of the gun registry and the government having the obligation to maintain it, the government's just shifting that obligation onto private business owners and asking private businesses to to pay the costs associated with maintaining these records. So this is really just an ideological thing. When you want to take a look at it, you can see the pendulum swinging Either we have stricter gun controls under the federal liberals or if the conservatives are in power, then we have looser gun controls. After the massacre in 1989 at the Ecole Polytechnique, we had the long gun registry. And then when the conservatives got in, they abolished the long gun registry. And this is just really a new form of a long gun registry, but they're just making it private. And then the government gets that information from those gun store owners. And that's putting a huge burden on small businesses that operate throughout this country. Your obligations when you have to maintain a database of that type of information aren't just your obligations under the Firearms Act. They're also all of your obligations under various privacy statutes, both provincially and federally. You now have to take certain steps to protect this information. You may be required to disclose the information in circumstances or not disclose it in circumstances. And as Paul indicated, this we're just delving into the bill now, but there are very interesting issues that are raised here about the power the police are going to have to inspect this information and what should be kept private from the police and is entitled to be kept private from the police because of existing privacy legislation. And what happens if you've got this on a hard drive and you're, you know, backing up your hard drive every now and again and suddenly your backup is destroyed and you go to your main hard drive and it's gone? You know, what are they going to do to gun store owners under those circumstances? It seems completely unreasonable. And also, what is the reason for this? The The reason that I I read when the legislation was introduced was to be able to find out if certain individuals are buying a lot of guns. Well, I'm thinking to myself, if a certain individual is buying a lot of guns, it's not probably not going to be over a 20-year period. 
Well, also, anybody who's buying a large number of guns isn't going to need to be tracked for a 20-year period. If they have some really ill-gotten designs with those, with those guns, they're either going to end up in a jail cell or probably in a ditch. 20 years is a long time. 10 years seems like a much more reasonable period, and uh, I think the government should consider changing that. But, uh, you know, time does march on. And another thing that we wanted to talk about was when time does march on and a gun owner in your family suddenly is presenting symptoms of Alzheimer's or dementia or something like that. If that person's got some guns in the basement, the problem may become yours. And it's something that we as lawyers have to deal with from time to time. And we thought we'd have a quick discussion about that. Now, the first instinct a lot of people have in that circumstance is to just take the guns. That's definitely the worst thing you can do because you need to have certain licenses depending on the classification of the gun. And some of the weapons, especially if they're owned by an elderly family member, may be prohibited weapons and you might not be able to possess those at all. They may need to be turned into the police. The second instinct lots of people have is to contact the RCMP or the chief firearms officer, and that's also a bad idea. Yeah, so you think about it this way. You know, Grandpa's got those guns in the basement, and you decide, okay, well, I'm going to go over there and get those get those guns. And you might have your uh, possession acquisition license, but you first have to make a determination as to whether or not those firearms are non-restricted, restricted, or prohibited. If they are restricted or prohibited, you are in all likelihood committing a serious offense by taking those into your possession. And then you also have to think about the ownership issue. So how do you deal with this if you get down to the basement and you look around and you see those guns? Well, they have to be identified. And you you don't want to be picking up the phone and phoning the RCMP and describing a gun that turns out that it's prohibited and you've got it in your hand and it's a fully automatic Second World War weapon that, that Grandpa was entitled to have. And, you know, you can't just tell whether something's restricted or prohibited or or non-restricted or restricted just by looking at it. The difference in in classification sometimes can come down to as much as a millimeter or an inch or a piece of the gun that you can't see looking at the gun. So you need somebody who knows what they're doing with a firearm to tell you what classification that firearm has. And a lot of the firearms that are restricted or prohibited are restricted or prohibited specifically because they're listed in a regulation. So one of the things that this new pieces of legislation changes is going to give the RCMP the authority to make decisions about what is restricted, what is prohibited, to try and figure out what that gun, what that firearm is is properly classified as, whether or not it falls under one of those highly regulated areas, is not something that you can just do by looking at it. It is something that we do, however. And so if you do find yourself in a situation where you have a family member or or a friend or somebody you know who shouldn't have their guns anymore and has a bunch of guns, the best thing that you can do is contact a lawyer, contact our office, and tell us what your situation is, and we'll get the information we need to figure out what you need to be doing with those guns. We can walk you through it. Our big concern is that we don't want you to commit an offense when you're trying to do the right thing. And that is, you know, that's kind of the scariest thing because a lot of the provisions in the criminal code have mandatory minimums when it comes to to firearms offenses. So you don't want to put yourself in a position where you're phoning the police because you think you're going to do the right thing to deal with grandpa's guns and then you end up walking out the front door of of grandpa's house in handcuffs. Yeah, the, the best way to get more guns in your house is to phone the police without getting legal advice to tell them all about the guns in your house. 
So if you've got this circumstance where you're dealing with someone uh, who shouldn't no longer be in a position where they should have these guns or you find out a family member has guns in the house that shouldn't be there, feel free to give us a call. We'll speak with you. We don't charge you to talk about it because it's a very serious matter and it's something that we don't want people to be worried about cost of a lawyer when you're facing something like this. Just give us a call and we can discuss it. The phone number is 604-685-8889. Again, it's Paul Toroshenko. This is the Acumen Law Corporation podcast. Thanks a lot for listening. Thanks to Brent from Brazen Bull. Uh, He's our sound engineer today. And thanks to Kyla for uh, having such an interesting discussion. 